Are you intentionally creating space to receive the wisdom of the turning seasons? While we may only think of seasons as these four main changes that the Earth undergoes each year, there's so much more. On today's show, episode 35, I'm getting into the subtler aspects of seasonal living, the energetic invitations of autumn, and how to embrace the art of spirally living. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Subtle Medicine, brought to you by InnerSpark.Life by Devin Ray Battaglia. This is the resource for the sensitive soul looking to reclaim their power and reconnect to their magic through remembering how to trust their bodies, align with nature and cosmic flow, leverage their subtle energies, and transmute trauma and pain into gifts and purpose. Get ready to dive into all things holistic healing, natural living, conscious relating, epic life changing, and spirituality, all steeped in earth-based wisdom. I'm the show's producer, Mike, and now here's your host, Devin. Let's start by talking about seasonal living, like what it is and why it's important. I define seasonal living as intentionally creating space for and allowing the inevitable changes within and around us. So it's not just weather and special foods and holidays. It's not just winter, spring, summer, fall. There are micro seasons within a given day, within your own body, with your within your own circadian rhythm and energetic system. And then there is the bigger kind of macro seasons that we think of throughout one's lifetime or the four seasons. So there are these inevitable spiral rhythmic pulsations that occur within and around us. And the earth is always mirroring to us because what is happening with her is happening within us. As above, so below, as within, so without. We're all kind of mirrors of this greater cosmic happening. And so seasonal living is not just watermelon in the summer and pumpkin spice in October, although those things are delicious and amazing and do definitely fit into the bigger picture, that's not the only thing. Each season, so whether it is the four main seasons of you know winter, spring, summer, fall, whether it is the seasons of a given day, because the day has its own rhythm, whether it's the seasons of the phases of the moon or the seasons of your breath cycle or the seasons of the menstruation cycle, the, the, the menstrual cycle, the menstruation cycle, each of these has very specific and subtle energies and invitations for us when we make space to receive them. So when we make space to receive the wisdom of what is happening, they provide a map. So we're never lost. We're never in that place of, what am I doing here? What's my purpose? I don't know what to do. I'm overwhelmed. That kind of thinking and and problem <laughs> occurring only comes when we're stuck in this linear, stagnant way of being, when we're resisting these flows and these spirals. So anything that is causing us dis-ease comes from resisting these these spirals on some level. Literally, like all of it can be tracked back to resisting these natural flows and these natural spir- spirals. The reason for resisting that is beyond the scope of today's episode, Um, but I've talked at great lengths about that. I would invite you to go revisit the uh, Feminine Shame podcast episode. Anything that is spirally in nature tends to get a very bad rep, and we shame it and don't really like things that change. 
So for many of us, this notion of plugging back into the spirally rhythms within and around us and the broader aspect of seasonal living. So please, if you take nothing away from this episode, seasonal living, the way that I, Devin, talk about it is not just winter, spring, summer, fall, you know, a country living magazine, how to decorate your pumpkins in October. It is so much deeper than that. So much deeper where those beautiful activities like decorating your pumpkins do fit in. So my intention with today is to talk about some autumn wisdom and how to begin to use the broader seasonal changes right now. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, we've just entered autumn. How to use these energies and invitations of this time right now to help us to plug back in, to get back on this this dance to get back into rhythm because these these energies are here and they provide us opportunities for the best opportunities really for personal professional spiritual growth and evolution in this time and especially as sensitive souls we are more innately attuned to these subtle changes so we're in the best position possible so let's let's kind of use that to our advantage and really really plug back in I know I've really learned a lot from listening to your take on seasonal living and seeing it as not just, uh, you know, the changing uh, spring, summer, fall and winter, but like uh, the the micro seasons, like you referred to them. Um, something that's been a practice for me lately is stopping when my work is done as opposed to just trying to fill my my day with work but when i've i've done the things that i need to do for the day it's okay to transition into a more you know low-key relaxed kind of way um and that sets me up to be better and more refreshed for the next day to come for the next spring um and that kind of cyclical embrace is also carried on to a a yearly kind of schedule as well. Like I'm appreciating more and more that the things I want to do next summer or next spring, I have to be planned for and prepared for now. So like taking gardening, for example, um, what sprouts in spring was a seed in winter that was dropped to the earth in fall from a fruit that was born in summer. So it's like you can see from one point how all the other seasons are reflected in whatever the current season is that you're looking at. Like if you imagine a field in autumn where there are no wildflowers blooming, well, it's not because the flowers aren't there they're present in the field at that time that you're looking at it. It's just that they're in the form of a seed and given time and the right conditions, they're going to sprout. And so for me, fall is a time to set the conditions to be right for whatever you want to come in the next spring and summer. And that can be the fall, like autumn, as in this time of year, um, doing things now to take care of yourself and to get yourself in a good position to go into next year. Or it could also be in like the micro seasons, like you talked about, like being better rested this afternoon and this evening so that tomorrow I'm a fresher, more alert, more engaging, more present person. Absolutely. I am such a morning person. So morning carries that energy of new moon, springtime, possibilities, quickening. And to really 
honor that and nurture that, that, that energy, that pizzazz, that zest begins in winter with winter's rejuvenation. So my morning practices, my morning rituals that we actually talked at great length about in the last episode begin the night before, begin in winter, the new moon phase, that, that pause before the next inhale. And I'll get into that in a second if you're like, what the hell is she talking about? <laughs> so these things all flow together. It's a constant spiral and everything in nature requires periods of rest and rejuvenation, building and quickening, expanding, expressing, and then decelerating. It's always going in this in this way. Mother Nature is not expected to sustain summer all year round, although to be honest, I feel like she's trying to where we live right now. And it's Perpetual getting a little summer. getting a little old. Yeah. Um, but she she's not expected to do that and neither are you. None of us is. It is doing nothing except, you know, t- to put it just bluntly putting us in the grave a little faster. And and we're not having a good time on our way. So that said, let's talk about autumn. Some autumnal wisdom. Autumn is my favorite. Don't tell spring or summer or winter. Autumn is my favorite. Autumn is, it's a waning phase. So we have the four main phases of the moon, right? New moon, waxing, where she's growing, full moon, where she's the fullest, waning, and then back to the the dark, the new moon. So autumn is this waning phase. We've, it's, it's, it's an, an exhalation, a deceleration. We've just come out of summer, this full moon, full expansion, full expansion, light energy, solar energy, abundance, exuberance, just ah, and now we're slowing it down before we come to that complete stop and stand still in winter. So autumn is that bridge to get us there. You know, we can't really, it's, it's very challenging to go from all out to just stop. You know, think about times that you have exercised, maybe doing some some sprints or some some hit, some high intensity interval training stuff. When you go all out to just stop, it's actually not good for your body and it's highly uncomfortable. So you need that bridge. You need that deceleration point, that bridge to get you there. And so many of us dislike transitions. We just want to get from point A to point B. We dislike the in-between. We dislike the journey and we're, we're all about the destinations. So autumn is very much, it's a journey. It's a transition. It's a bridge. It's counterpoint. It's it's sister is spring where it's the same kind of energy, just kind of reversed. So instead of decelerating, it's quickening. It's ramping up. So autumn sees us waning, exhaling, slowing, decelerating. Much in the way of the four moon phases, we've got the four parts of the breath. And this is actually one of my most favorite ways to help us viscerally have a felt experience of the different energetic qualities of the seasons. So without putting labels on them, right? Because when we say spring, like we all just have images of, you know, baby chickens and Easter bunnies and and things like that. And I'm trying to get us to go as I do with everything. Nothing is taken at face value, right? We're going deeper into the energetic qualities. And the breath is the easiest way to connect in with the qualities of what I'm talking about here. So we have the inhale and do this with me. So breathing, inhaling is the first part. The top of the inhale when you are full of breath and can take no more before you exhale. And then the exhale itself. The bottom of the exhale when you are totally empty before you take your next breath. So four parts. The inhale 
is spring, the waxing. The top of the inhale is summer, the full moon. The exhale is the waning, autumn. And then that new moon, winter, is that space at the bottom of the inhale before your next exhale. And that's typically the most uncomfortable, kind of scariest part. It's easier to hold breath in than it is to hold your exhale out when you're totally empty. So autumn, there, there's any of those ways I just named to really feel and sense the energetic quality of autumn. It really overall carries the frequency of reminding us of impermanence, reminding us of our own mortality and the transient nature of all things. Life was just bursting in front of our faces for months And now everything is going down, we're harvesting, the fields are empty, the leaves are are falling off the trees, and it's a reminder of impermanence. Everything in this form is going to change. Everything in this form is going to break back down into its subtle building blocks of moonbeams and stardust and soil to turn into something else. So the energy transference, the transmutation process, the alchemy of life is always flowing and always moving. And autumn carries that that frequency for us. It also as such can bring a lot of melancholy and grief and attempts at controlling. Grief and joy are on the same coin. They're two sides of the same coin. Whenever there is joy, there is simultaneous grief. Whenever there is grief, there is simultaneous joy. You can't know one without the other. So feeling both at the same time is that melancholy feeling. And autumn really carries that as we feel into to grief. In that slowing down, we can actually feel. It's a lot harder to feel and to sense what what is happening for us at any given moment when we're constantly go, go, go. So in this slowing down phase at this time, there may be things that are in the shadows or that are coming up for your attention and welcome them, embrace them, because these are the things that need your attention right now so that your winter slumber and rejuvenation period can be super amazing and delicious and restorative and then everything in spring will be coming up roses and daffodils and and so on it all flows together so that's what's being asked of you right now in the body the physical body we're really asked to embrace a slower pace and to mind our nervous systems like i said it's very challenging to go from all out to slowing down and the nervous system can feel taxed can feel a little challenged So doing things to soothe the nervous system, embrace a slower pace, some gentler exercise, a lot of breath work, meditation, really just caring for the physical body in ways that really feel nourishing. So turning more towards warming foods, maybe that those uh, frozen treats and and, and nice creams don't taste as good and don't, don't sound as appealing. So honoring damper, warmer, especially as it gets colder outside. And really eating seasonally. Things are in season for a reason. They offer us exactly what we need nutritionally, energetically, all of it for what our bodies are going to go through at that given time. That's another really important reason to eat locally. You know, so looking into what your unique ecosystem could be growing at that time and favoring those things because they're growing for exactly what you're going to be going through at that time. So there's something that I think I am getting a grasp of, but I can only, I think, express it in a metaphor. And maybe you can help me put more concrete 
understanding to it. We had a really um, bountiful harvest of okra this summer. And I know that the okra plants are not really going to go into winter and spring, assuming that our winter temperatures ever get below like 80 here, which, you know, given the weather lately may not happen. Anyway, um, my point is that in gardening, and I'm just, I'm using this as like a, a, a metaphor, but I, I'm trying to see how how this kind of like okay the season for okra is is passing has passed and it's time for me to make plans for what's coming next for what we're going to do in winter how we're going to prepare our garden beds now for spring um how it, it seems easy to say okay I'm not going to, say, pump a whole bunch of fertilizers into the dirt to keep the okra producing. I'm not going to um, build a plastic shelter around my okra plant to keep it tropical through winter. Like, it's, it's easy and it's logical and natural for me to see that the season for okra has passed and it's time to make preparations for the next thing to come. Now, extend that metaphor into life, into making life decisions, uh, and whether that's, okay, I need to accept that my productivity part of the day has passed and it's time for me to slow down. It's time for me to clock out. It's time for me to step away from my computer or business decisions or relationships or whatever kind of life decision. I think this kind of ties into what you mentioned about autumn being a time for grieving is seeing what hasn't worked or what has worked and has congratulations it has fulfilled its purpose the okra plant has given us its okra um, but it's time to move on to something else so how do you go through that transition without how do you experience that morning without uh yeah being i guess consumed by grieving how do you do that in a, like a, a balanced kind of way. That's actually a great segue into I was going to discuss I, I'm I'm kind of going through the the four bodies here and how to just some little tips to care for them during autumn. So physical body, emotional body, mental body and spiritual body. We just touched on the physical. And your question to me and please correct me. I want to ensure that I'm understanding you fully. Sounds like it's kind of emotional body tied. And I know I, I brought up grief in the energetics of, of autumn um, because it's very, very poignant. So I think a lot of us feel like emotions are scary and that we will get swept up in them and they'll last forever. And emotions are simply physiological responses in the physical body. Without a physical body, you can't really experience emotions. And so it's really important for us and like I said, this is a perfect segue into autumn in the emotional body. It's really important for us to create intentional space to allow this energy to move. So grief is an energy. Anger is an energy. Happiness is an energy. They are physiological responses in the body. That's why they all feel a certain way. And so grief can feel so overwhelming. And it's, it's such a, mm, a deep, multi-layered emotion. And so especially at this time of autumn, when it may be coming up, honor what arises and be with it. Make space to intentionally let it flow. It's like ocean waves or weather, just letting it do its thing. And you can do this by making art, crying, 
hurts. Crying is so healing. We were just talking in my Facebook group the other day about uh, taking bubble baths and crying in the bath. I mean, my goodness, talk about literal and figurative cleansing, right? Just getting it out. Screaming. One of my favorite things in the whole world. Get a pillow or something nice and fabric-y and just have at it. Lock yourself in a closet or in your bathroom and just go. It's Trust me, it's super muffled. And, you know, if you want to wait till you're home alone or whatever the case is, it's just incredibly therapeutic. Dancing. I mean, just anything that gets these energies moving. I would just really invite you to to remember and remind yourself that you're safe to feel these things and to let them flow and that they're here right now for a reason because they're bringing you something. So autumn's not not necessarily, you know, it's its frequency isn't exuberance and ecstasy like spring or summer's maybe because in spring and summer that exuberance that ecstasy is is needed to undergo the the initiations of that time. Just like right now, the grief and the melancholy is needed. So setting the space and intentionally creating time and space for it. Does that answer the question? Yeah, absolutely. I think that idea of creating the space for it and honoring it and allowing it to flow is, uh, yeah, definitely helpful for sure. And we have so many episodes about ways of working with the emotional body. That's one of my favorite things. I have a lot of Thrive classes on the topic as well. Additionally, for autumn in the emotional body, I would say notice where you are trying to cling or control and notice how that's affecting you emotionally. And also notice polarities and integrate them. So this is a time of polarities, of darkness and lightness, of slowing down and also still holding that that frequency of go, go, go from summer. Noticing the parts of you that you like and the parts of you that you maybe don't like that are, are showing up and integrate, integrate, integrate meditation to cool the summer heat and to calm the restlessness that ensues when we slow down after being really fast. Meditation right now is super helpful. And where can you bring closure and completion to something that's been weighing you down? So autumn is that time for completion, for harvesting, for reflecting, for giving thanks to all that you have done this year and the harvest that you are receiving at this time. So where can you bring closure and completion to something that has been weighing you down? And lastly, something I really want to touch on, and I saved, I guess, the the best for last, is the veils are especially thin at this time. And I feel like that's turned into one of those cliche, new agey things to just say, you know, like, the veils are super thin. It's such a potent time, this, that, and the other. And I'm not mocking that because I say those things and I fully believe them. And the veils are especially thin at this time because it's a transitional time. So we still have just enough of that zest and we're also slowing down just enough. So there's enough of that very focused life force energy And enough of that slowing down so that we can really traverse the depths of our being. During autumn, it's no coincidence that so many different cultures have time um, and holidays commemorating and honoring and celebrating the ancestors. And so at this season, where are there opportunities or stirrings within to go a little bit deeper into yourself, into your psyche, into your shadow, participating in some ancestral healing, doing some journeying, doing some shadow work, because this is such a great time, especially as we go into the second half of autumn. 
the the Samhain portal between Halloween or Samhain and the winter solstice. So from roughly about November 1st-ish. However, I believe that the Samhain portal opens this year on October 27th with the new moon. Don't quote me on that date. And then goes into November. So really that that period of, of two weeks is exceptionally ripe for that type of work. And I have episodes, we've got episodes on pretty much all of these things that I will link in the show notes if you're feeling stirred. My intention with this episode was to really provide kind of an autumnal energetic overview, a seasonal living overview, and then just a few little tips that you could begin to play with. If you're looking for more, I would really, really, really recommend getting my seasonal support bundle from the apothecary that I just launched. It has everything. It's a multimedia guide that is just an epic adventure into some guided energy healing. There's there's a breathwork video for autumn. There are plant-based recipes. There are ritual suggestions, just all kinds of really great stuff. So if you want to deepen into your journey, I highly recommend checking that out. So the seasonal support bundle is available in my brand new apothecary at innerspark.life slash apothecary, or you can just go to innerspark.life. It's right there on the homepage. And yeah, I am so excited. I love this one. If you got the summer one, this one is like even better. They just keep keep getting better and right. better and better. I love yeah. it. Do you have anything else you'd like to offer, babe? Uh, one one thing that did come up for me is I I was trying to see and feel into the idea of embracing the transition and the impermanence in autumn without feeling it like a bummer, you know, without being like, oh, summer's gone, now what? Uh, and I think that part of our perception of that impermanence being a negative thing has to do with our, our Western idea of like the linear movement of life from cradle to grave and that there's no cyclicality in it. So it's like every year we experience a little death that we feel is permanent because we think of the year on the calendar as being an entity, like 2019 is coming and going, and now 2019 is dead, oh, let us, like... And then what is, what, what is like, going into Christmas and New Year's is, like, we're having a funeral for 2019, and, okay, 2020 is going to be born. And for me, being more uh, embracing of the cyclical idea of life as opposed to the linear idea of life means that fall is a very exciting time for me because I am not only celebrating the the harvest that I had from last summer, whatever that is in life, whatever I've reaped from the past year, but also I'm really excited for what's coming next. So something I've been trying to piece together is like, why do I feel this way that autumn is so exciting as it is a transition from the awesomeness of last year into the awesomeness of next year like as opposed to uh feeling that that kind of um letting go and impermanence would be the way we kind of culturally understand it i guess as like a negative and a mournful thing like it can be awesome the transitions can be great and this is a fun part of the swings and the cycles that we're going through so that was just a little insight that i had as we were putting together this episode. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I imagine that can be, not can be, I imagine that is very helpful for a lot of people listening, just a new perspective, a different way of thinking about it, because we do tend to hold a very linear way of living and of 
thinking and of approaching life, especially in, in Western culture. And yeah, I, I personally come alive in autumn. Autumn is, it's like my new year. There's a renewed sense of connection to source and to purpose and renewed clarity and really just a time for, for me to gather more information and guidance from other worlds, other realms, and to to really infuse my life with with more mm, support and guidance and clarity and and just magic to carry me into the next seasons and phases and spirals. So I love it. I hope that you are loving it. I hope that you join me in deepening into this sacred spiral dance and that you get your hands on the support bundle, autumn support bundle from the apothecary. So that's all the time we have for today. Come continue the conversation with me in my Facebook group, Activating the Sensitive Soul, and tell me about how you embrace the art of living spirally. The link is on my homepage at innerspark.life. And have you checked out the latest and greatest resources and offerings I've created for you? From my virtual classes, the Thrive series, which feature new topics and practices each month to support the sensitive, intuitive, empath woman in rocking her life, to self-paced courses such as the Yoni Exploratory that feature a variety of modalities ranging from shamanic journeying to expressive arts to reclaim and de-shame the power of your Yoni, there's definitely something there for you, dear sister. Check out innerspark.life to learn more now. Listeners, if you've enjoyed today's episode, it would be much appreciated if you could review us and leave us a comment. Be sure to subscribe and share the love with a friend. There's also a listener survey you can take. The link is in the show notes. Catch us next time. So much love to you until then.